Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Salisbury, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Um, today we are on episode 44, and the topic that we have in our notes is grip training. Yeah. Um, so, biggest grip forearm pump I've ever had is um, holding on to a mountain bike for dear life as you go downhill. Yeah. I was about to say, you seem to be getting that quite a bit with the new mountain biking thing. It seems pretty uh, oh, pretty intense. Hell up. It's just like so different because, um, I mean, I've never really struggled with grip from a training point of view. So I've never had the bug for grip training like um, you have. But so I've never really done too much. Um, it's, but it's very, very different. Like some, doing something like even sets of 12. It takes what a minute at most to hold on to something, whereas like holding on whilst going downhill and then also having to chuck on a bunch of power to hit the brakes when you need to seems to be very different because the hell out arm pump I've been getting. Yeah, I was gonna say like the 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 braking thing because right, I don't I don't know how bikes work, but I'm pretty sure you get like a front and a back brake, right? Yeah. Yeah. So having having like. Uh, depending on which you're using, like hella hella forearm pump, and then having to try and slow yourself down in what I imagine is mild panic because you're going yeah. too fast if you want to slow down, or like you're tactically slowing down, so like you'll go mad fast and then there's a corner coming up, so you just like cl- grab some brakes so you slow down in a small section, then keep going. Um, and yeah, it's like very off and on, but also it means you've only got three fingers to hold on to the handlebars and one finger to break or if Oofed. you two finger break you've got two fingers to hold on to the handlebars and two fingers to break that's pretty rowdy um so like yeah but yeah grip training um i just chuck this in as a topic because it's easy to talk about um yeah. it's a pretty unique uh, avenue of training it's kind of its own thing um if anyone a great deal like where i picked it up originally was when at one point quite early on when I was uh, injured I picked it up cause I had like a it was probably like a pretty severe back strain or potential disc issue like it never got like again fucking like a young a young person in like is sport or training related pain is gonna be like a minimum six months to get seen by someone in the NHS and like followed up on so you might as well yeah. just fucking start physio um, totally and loads of the rehab is essentially the same uh, however, I was kind of bummed out because I couldn't train really hard, but I did work out that one kind of training I could do was grip stuff. Like, you could smash, like, grippers, you could do all kinds of, like, wrist curls and stuff. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. And also I could do it while sitting down, which was the main part, because I couldn't really stand up for too long without getting, like, a mega back pump or, like, a back spasm. Um, if anyone's had severe enough kind of back pain, there's this weird scenario where like sitting is fine and standing is fine but in those like first 10 seconds when you stand up you kind of feel like you're like unbalanced like you're on a bit of a cliff edge in terms of like it kind of feels unbalanced and if it goes too hard in one direction you end up in a spasm so or pain wise it goes to 10 in the transition between the two so you want to do that as little as possible Uh, yeah yeah. that's what i found with mine it's like standing and walking around fine sitting fine Trying to move between those two variables, 
unbelievable. Yeah, hard. So you, you want to challenge it appropriately over time, but that usually occurs like in your day-to-day, -day, so you don't want to add to that with training quite like immediately, but you want to keep it moving. Anyway, started with the grippers. Um, there's all different kinds of grip training. You have various crush things, you have like pinch, you have support, which is what most people in resistance training are looking for if they want any kind of specific grip work. It's just the ability, it's like an isometric effectively, like the ability to hold your hand closed for a length of time under load. Yeah. Classic, like, deadlifting, same kind of deal. Like, you close your hand on the bar, you don't want it to open <laughs> until you put it back down. Uh, pinch is just what it sounds like. You you kind of make like a like a shadow puppet duck with your hand and like close on stuff. Um, and yeah, the crush stuff is those kind of gripper things. I used to see them in JJV Sports before it was JD Sports and just started selling Ned clothes. But um, <laughs> you'd occasionally get them, and they were uh, they're just little kind of V-shaped. Uh, almost like really intense spring collars, like the collars you get at commercial gyms that like bend. Yeah. It's like that, but really intense. So like, it's very difficult to squeeze them together. It was pretty cool. I think at one point I read somewhere that one of the grippers you could buy was the equivalent to like snapping somebody's lower arm. Like it was essentially the, the equivalent compression force needed to like break someone's radius and ulna. And I was like, I mean, that would be kind of cool. But unsurprisingly, that's a lot of force. And that thing is really hard to close. I've still never closed it. I've come very yeah. close. But in the brief periods where I've like focused on grip training, I've never managed to close it. But um it has really good um has really good uh carryover to everything. Um grip training is really important, again, if you want to be active and independent. There's quite a few studies where they've used I think they've obviously just used like a grip strength dynamometer yeah. in aging populations as a measure for like morbidity and mortality i think like yeah. th there's a couple Although, you'll see a couple articles sorry what yeah. i was more just i've always wondered if those are essentially like you have higher grip because you do shit yeah, yeah. like i i yeah, imagine so like, but i think the you have ace grip therefore you live forever that's, that's true but i think the <clears throat> i think that it kind of is the same thing right like oh, the, yeah. the people who maintain a higher level of grip strength are going to be more active and it's just kind of like another way of saying the more active people live longer with less like overall yeah. disease yeah which seems all right so yeah and also playing about on a grip strength the moment dynamometer is quite fun like if you go to the gp and they have one it's pretty funny see if you can pop the thing yeah totally no although i can't remember how much they go up to but yeah um i highly encourage everyone to try a little bit of grip training uh, every now and then You'd be surprised what you can get done. Don't be hung up on the fact that you have small hands. Um, if And again, quite a lot of people I know participate in some casual rock climbing. Comes in very handy, unsurprisingly. Those guys are all about grip. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Folks should try it out. Um, I can't remember. Was there one more point I had about grip training? Um, super easy to do. Yeah, super easy to do. Super easy to get into. Super low in terms of costing, like you can just buy like a bunch of fat grips, you can buy uh, hang off shit hang off shit, yeah, stuff right. from Gods of Grip is decently priced for a specific grip kit, very good website, highly yeah. advised, they've got great customer service um, yeah, but yeah, try grip training folks it's great, and we will see you in the next one
Right.